Well, Richard Mansfield, welcome to Business Unlimited. You are one of the co-directors, one of three directors to Dark Cherry. So just give us a summary of Dark Cherry, what it is, who it is, and then we'll go back to your journey, really, and your story and your business life and what led you to start and co-found Dark Cherry. But welcome to Business Unlimited, first of all. Cheers. Thank you very much for having us, Tim. Great to have the invite. Yeah, so Dark Cherry is a creative agency based in Bradford and Sheffield. We offer our clients websites, logos, design, marketing. To use the term one-stop shop is something that we don't like to use, but it kind of sums up what we can do for a business. That's right all the way through from startup support through to the larger businesses that we also support. In a variety of ways, we do quite a lot of tender documents. We get a lot of companies submitting their tender submissions to us before they go in, and we'll put a design and a support element to it to make it a bit more appealing to help them guys with successful bids for their tenders. But the predominant work that we do is around websites. And that's from, you know, sort of a one-page websites all the way through to full e-commerce and portal membership type platforms as well. We're getting quite a lot of interest for that. So that's anything from people wanting to be able to send documents out to members or allowing members to log in and download media or make bookings and things like that. Yeah, we offer quite a, a spectrum of services, to be honest. Very good. Um, clearly, website design is a highly competitive business. So I want to come on to what makes you unique. And by the sounds of it, it's that combination of services that you offer that's part of your USP. But before we do that, let's just go back a step and, and hear from you, your business journey so far and your life, a little bit about your background. How did you get into this in the first place and what led you to start Dark Cherry with the other two? Yeah, sure. So I've, I always wanted my own creative agency from right at being at school when I had my careers meeting advisory session and people were saying to me, what is it you want to do when you're older? And I always said I wanted to have a creative agency. I wanted to be a designer. So I set out my journey, if you like, right from back in high school. I went on picking my options when I, I chose business studies, GNVQIT. And then from there, I went into NVQ in designing a work placement. I was fortunate enough to get an NVQ placement in a local design studio. And then on a Friday afternoon, my job was to clean the coffee machine as well. We're a small team, but I, I learned so much and it was a big opportunity for me. So yeah, I, I pretty much knew what I wanted to do fairly early on. But obviously I knew that I also needed the experience. I did go down the experience route. I didn't go down the education route, if you like. I've got like just over 17 years or so experience in the creative, the web sort of sector. And Dark Cherry came around really because of frustration, to be honest. I worked in a lot of internal teams, like creative teams, web teams, design teams, marketing teams, where unfortunately the teams have not been big enough to take on every project that we wanted to do from the experience of outsourcing stuff. And just the the lack of communication and just the things that we wanted to do as a team, we just felt a bit restricted. I just sort of came around to the idea of, you know what, I think it might be about time that I put myself in that position that I've always wanted to be in and start that creative agency. Going back on experience of people that I'd worked with, I pretty much straight away knew who I wanted to have at the side of me. Yeah, that's how I started the conversation with James Burton, our creative director. And Charles Sellers, our web director, Charles is someone that I'd worked with over 13 years ago before Dark Cherry started. And James is a designer that I'd met. I've been working with him four years previous to starting Dark Cherry. So 
yeah, I contacted those guys and said, look, this is what we want to do and get you on board. And yeah, it just sort of went from there, really. So how long ago was that? When was it founded? And, and what role do you play? So the business is now four years old. Started in the November before COVID hit. Quite an interesting time for us. My role within the business is as a marketing director, as well as co-founder, account manager, client liaison, all sorts of stuff, really. We are a team of three, so we always want to be able to just sort of muck in and help each other. But we have got our specialists as well. So, you know, Charles is a web specialist. I don't think I've ever put a challenge in front of Charles development-wise. He's never been able to crack and deliver. So I knew we needed him and James's creative flair allows him to assist so many different sectors. And then I'm sort of the guy in the middle that comes in and helps with marketing, SEO, PPC, general account management support. So yeah, kind of play myself down maybe a little bit, but we are all specialists in what in, in the experience that we've got. And since you started pre-pandemic four years ago, have you grown the team? Is it still the three of you or are there other support members now in the team? We've just brought on Becky, a client relationship lead role because in our ethos and values, it's always very customer focused that we're there for when our clients need us the most. And something that we've identified and always wanted to keep on top of is being there for when our clients need us. And as the business has grown, we identified a, a position where we needed a bit more support on that. And as I said before, there are a good number of creative agencies out there with different specialisms. What would you describe then as your unique selling proposition? What makes Dark Cherry special? It's always been quite a hard question to answer that. And I think it's because defining a USP isn't always the easiest thing to do. But what we do, and I think I might have just touched on it there in terms of why we brought Becky in, is we're bothered about the clients. We hear of a lot of competitors, if you like, where people come to us and say, oh, well, they said they were going to do this and that's never happened or they said they were going to do this and we've never had that or I just feel like we paid them to do the job and then we've never heard from them since. So that's a big part of what we've always wanted and that again goes back to why the business actually started through frustration. So we've always wanted to make that part of our key ethos, the fact that we're there to support. But the way that we work as well is quite unique. So when we're doing websites, for example, we, we design the website first and the client's involved from the very beginning all the way through to the point where the site goes live. So we start out in a design process where we'll send a design over to our clients and say, look, from the consultation and brief and conversations that we've had, this is where we believe your homepage needs to be, the functionality that it requires. And then once that's signed off, we're going to the secondary pages. We're not a creative agency that's just going to say, right, you've said you like the color blue and you don't want us to use Comic Sans, right? We'll speak to you in a month and we'll show you what we've done. You know, we really want to understand and consider the client's future as well. There's a lot of businesses that come to us that say, oh, well, we pay like £20 a month for our website, but we're going to have to pay that forever. Whereas what we always like to do is give a solution that's going to allow them to grow as a business rather than just have to come back to us in 12 months' time and say, oh, actually, we've kind of outgrown our website. I think that all kind of plays a part as to the offering that we've got. It might, might not come across as a USP, but we consider that something that we put a lot of focus in, so... It's a challenge, isn't it? Because the word unique means it has to be unique. You can't be sort of similar or slightly similar because if unique is unique, it's got to be just that. So it's not always easy to do that, but it sounds like you can take all of that and encapsulate it into something that makes Dark Cherry very special. Then it sets you apart, doesn't it, in the marketplace? So 
sounds like you're you're sort of moving in that direction now really to be able to differentiate yourself and take us back to the pandemic because you started just before it so it's been a challenge for many businesses but what was the experience like for you it was quite interesting <laughs> it came out of the blue for us but you can only do so much planning when you go to start a business and unfortunately we didn't have a, a global pandemic plan for us to sort of pull out the draw so it brought up some challenges we've learned a hell of a lot about ourselves and the business through that challenge we, we actually grew i mean i guess we started from only three or four months beforehand then a, a lot of people would say well yeah you're bound to grow because you're moving forward but a lot of businesses around us closed and basically what we tried to do was we sat and said as a business owner right now what do you need and we're asking clients, what is it that you need? What can we do for you to help you through the global pandemic? Just put things like shops having to close their doors and not been having the footfall that they used to and not having a website that had the functionality to sell online. Maybe not even having a website full stop. So we actually did quite well because a lot of businesses needed to transition online sooner than what they perhaps were willing to do so or wanted to do so. And we helped out a lot of businesses in that way. For ourselves, it, it gives us a big learning curve in terms of being ready for the inevitable, you know, and having plans in place. But then on the same hand, we also, during that time, we gave back businesses that had closed down through the pandemic or gone through a multitude of different things that even they weren't expecting. We gave away a free website design through our social media and website. We offered the opportunity for a business owner to tell us a bit of story and things that they faced in you know through their journey of the COVID pandemic and then rebuild if you like and you mentioned that you grown through the journey of the pandemic you've learned some lessons about yourselves and some lessons about business can you just unpack some of the key areas of that so what have you learned about yourselves what have you learned about the business of business yeah sure we very soon realized that running a business isn't just being good at what you're good at James could design all day long. Charles could build websites all day long or, you know, that kind of thing. And I could have a look at keyword analytics and that, and sit and do that all day. But you know what, when when none of that may be quite demanding the attention right now or in those times, it was making sure we had a backbone to the business and a, a proper structure. We went out and got an accountant. So that was kind of on the business side. You know, the accountant came in and helped us massively, made sure that we were doing everything right. Personal-wise, we all actually we realized how resilient we are because I'm not saying we went into it thinking that everything was always going to be amazing for us. You know, business is a very turbulent thing to to sort of take on, but the resilience of the three of us has grown. Something we don't do as a business enough, I don't think, is actually look at what we have achieved. And I think through those times when a lot of people felt isolated and things like that, you know, we couldn't meet up because the three of us had sort of high risk family members that we just couldn't meet up. So we had a lot of Zoom. We had a lot of online meetings. But yeah, you know, it's it's quite interesting what you can learn about yourself when there's only you around. <laughs> it's, um, there were some challenges, but yeah, you know, I think people are talking about mental health more than what they used to do. And, you know, getting out and getting that exercise and actually speaking to people, we maybe undervalued that when we really shouldn't have done. So it's something that, we, that we've introduced as a team as well, just on the back of that to make sure that we do have more conversation and we exercise and we get together as much as we can now, you know, obviously regulations have been dropped for a while. And if you started the business again, I mean, it's only four years ago, would you do anything differently? And what would that be? I guess it's kind of hard to say that we would do anything differently because of the way that things sort of panned out for us. I think 
maybe we could have got the processes in place sooner. But I think the process and the, and the systems came from learning. And I think that is, if anything, in that area that we do well, we always learn from what we've done and how we've done it and we always look to improve things. Just because the processes were there and done doesn't mean that they were finalised. You know, They've completely changed from where they were to where they are now. So I don't think necessarily change anything as much. Maybe done things quicker. But yeah, I think as long as you're always learning from what you're doing, I think it's not a bad thing to just always keep moving forward. And thinking about moving forward, what is the vision then? And over what sort of timeline? And are you all aligned as three directors around what that vision actually looks like? Can you articulate it? Yeah, we um, sit down. We've got like a five-year plan mapped out that we work back from. Obviously, we're coming into the last year of that, but we've already put sort of two years in front of that as well for where we are now when we've worked back and we've had a look at things that we've done, things that we aim to set out to do, like, for example, for expanding down into South Yorkshire into the Sheffield office was something that we'd not planned to do as quick as what we have done, bringing the e-commerce side of the business as well. So we've now got like printed merchandise that you can buy online, flyers, business cards and all that kind of stuff. That came about early, but sort of going forward, we want to grow the team just so that we can supply more of our services, basically, support what we're currently doing, go from the four of us to just a bigger team, really. And do you have an idea of what it'll look like when it's finished, when it's no longer dependent on you and you can step back and you've got an opportunity to make choices about what your life looks like? At that point, you're not working in it so much? I don't think I'll be able to step away. With it being something that I've always wanted to do, I'm not quite there with the vision of where I want to be. I know people will say, oh, I want to be on, laid on a beach somewhere while, while my business is still running. I think I might be that annoying guy that doesn't quite put the phone down as much as what he should do. But we have all got aspirations and something that has changed for us all are the aspirations. You know, sometimes people kind of look for the flash cars or whatever it might be that people associate with business. But having a, a young family for me, my success will be spending more time with those guys. Interesting. So uh, who's the best coach you've ever had, Richard? Who's been the biggest influence in your life, either personally or in, in the business? I think I probably have to go back to a football coach. When I was younger and growing up, I played a lot of football. Never really got to an amazing standard. I didn't grace the academies or anything like that. But football coaches bring out quite a bit of self-belief for those times when you're on a training session and you're looking around and you're thinking, oh my word, these these guys can play way better than I can. And not having any self-belief in what you're actually capable of doing. I had quite a few football coaches that sort of brought that out in me that I can relate it into business and Actually, recently, I've just taken on that role of doing that for my son's football team. And it actually just kind of brought that all back, to be honest, because we can sometimes have some players that don't think that they're any good. And me having to think back at where my coaches have told me and what influences I can bring. And yeah, they're, they're definitely something that have sort of stayed with me, if you like, the conversations and things like that. That's really good. And if you were going to give a piece of advice or a quote that you would want to impart to your your kids or somebody young coming into dark cherry what would that be you know I'm, I'm gonna go with something that i actually heard quite recent and that was don't buy things by experience it's something that i've sort of reached i know people do like the, the vision boards that vision board want. yeah yeah sometimes there might just be like i said earlier about maybe like a car or five holidays a year or things like that i think it's about experience for me so yeah 
I'm sure it was something like don't buy things, buy experiences. Well, Richard Mansfield, co-founder of Dark Cherry, thank you so much for your time. If people want to get hold of you and find you, just give us the headlines of how they can do that. Yeah, our website's darkcherrycreative.co.uk. I'm on LinkedIn. It's always a great, great place to uh, connect and have some conversations. But yeah, by all means, just visit our website if that's easier, darkcherrycreative.co.uk. Excellent. Thanks very much, Richard. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you, Tim.